Is compensation about to change forever for buyer's agents? Let's talk about it on Today in Mortgages. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show where we're talking about what's real, what's hype, and what you should actually be paying attention to out there in the world of real estate and mortgage news. It's Today in Mortgage. I got Rich Jefferson here with me to talk about some big news in real estate. And Rich, uh, first off, how are things going with you? Yeah, we're doing good. But this is this is some interesting news we're going to go over today. Yeah. And you've been paying attention to this for a while and you brought it to my attention and it's super interesting. Uh, we're going to be referencing an article from Housing Wire. It says Remax settles buyer broker commission lawsuit for 55 million. That's a big number, but the news behind it might be even bigger. And we're talking about buyer agent compensation. So Rich, real quickly, give me the rundown of what's going on with this lawsuit. Well, in 2019, a couple of different lawsuits were filed, class action lawsuits against real estate agencies, including the National Association of Realtors. And the whole lawsuit is on behalf of sellers saying basically they were forced to pay buyer's agents and they don't like it. And they're really pointing the finger at the National Association of Realtors participation rule, which requires in order for you, a listing agent to, you know, list the home on the multiple listing services, MLS, they have to adhere to the participation rule that the NIR has, which means that they have to basically propose blanket compensation for the listing and the buyer side. So that if I'm a buyer's agent and I'm searching for my buyer, the first thing they're going to look at, because everybody wants to know what they're going to get paid should a transaction happen, they're going to look at what the compensation is for the buyer's agent. And if there's zero, what are the chances a buyer's agent is going to drag their client out there and show them the home? zero chance that's <laughs> so that's the whole issue here and again this goes back to 2019 so they went through covid and it just exacerbated the problem because during covid now you have sellers that list their home one day and they have 19 offers at 20 percent over the list price we sold our house at the beginning of 2022 right as rates were about to bump up and there was kind of a buying frenzy to anticipate, you know, getting ahead of those bit rates. We, we listed our house. We had an open house uh, the first weekend and we had, you know, 10 offers all over asking price. And by the time our realtor actually got up a video promoting the listing, we had already signed the contract with, with the buyer. So what's my value? Why am I paying 6% of my sales price to agents when all they did was submit offers and review offers and bring them to me because that, that just exacerbated the situation, but it existed long before that. So here's, you know, you got a couple of different agencies that have already settled out. So anywhere they settled out for 83 and a half million, about three weeks ago. And then just recently Remax settled for 55 million. But that's small. They anticipate the damages of these two suits that are filed to be in the range of $44 billion. Like this is giant. Mm. And, you know, we're talking to our people at network and saying, hey, this is not just the battle between the agencies and sellers. This is really going to affect us because should they win the sellers, the plaintiffs, and they don't have to pay buyer's agents. 
who's going to pay the buyer's agent? You know, it's, it's bad be- enough that we are having qualification problems with our, our young buyers. 50% of all buyers in 2023 are first time home buyers. How many have on an average sales price of 430, you know, how many buyers have an extra 12 to $15,000 just to pay their agent? Where's that going to come from? That's tough stuff. So it, let's say they do. So now we have to qualify them for their, the assets to pay their agent, plus their down payment, plus closing costs, plus reserves. So that's going to eliminate some buyers. And mm-hmm. in a market like this, it's, it's going to be rough. So, you know, the COVID period, like I said, exacerbated the, the, the perception of real estate agents, right? Because contracts were just coming in. And that's a problem. It's a problem in our industry too. If they don't see that value, it's a transaction. It's transactional. It's not relationship. When it gets into that transactional piece where it's, you go on the internet and apply, you know, anywhere for a mortgage, you get what you get. You're going to get terrible service, but to them, hey, it's just a transaction. If it gets to that, then there's no value to be sold. It's who's the cheapest. There's a lot of great real estate agents that do incredible jobs marketing properties. You know, that's value, but the sellers just aren't seeing it as a whole. I'm sure there's a ton of sellers that realize, but the norm is being disrupted. Yeah, Rich. And to go back to my personal anecdote, I think where we saw the real value was when all those offers came in, we had to juggle what was the best and what were the best terms and how do we work through some of the issues that we needed to do uh, on our house before we sold things. And all that contract negotiation is where we saw the real value. So maybe it wasn't in the marketing on the front end, but on the back end and just closing the deal and making sure everything went smoothly and having someone on our on our side to coach us through that um, was super valuable. And so that's the value that we saw in our realtor. That's where the real distinction comes from uh, someone who's just doing transactions versus someone who is a coach and a friend and, and someone that can really give you valuable insight into the process. There is a tremendous amount of value in using a real estate agent. They're the professionals. Real estate agents are valuable. It's just the sellers, you know, at least in these cases, these class action lawsuits aren't seeing it. And it's challenging real estate compensation going forward. So this is going to go to court. The first trial, because there's two cases, the first trial is mid-October and we'll see where it goes. You know, the landscape of the business is always changing. But the point is, we always have to be distinguishing ourselves from the competition and making ourselves valuable and communicating that value to our customers. I think that's where we uh, encourage our people to continue to grow and develop their skill sets, grow and develop their communication styles, grow and develop their marketing so that they are able to communicate that value to their customers. So Rich, I know you're really good at that. You do a lot of great coaching. It's part of our U plus program. It's part of something that we really advocate here for at network funding. And so do you want to talk a little bit about the things that we're doing here? Hey, what we're doing, Michael, is we just constantly, listen, this is the kind of communication we do internally. We let people know what's out there because we do want to have that communication with our referral partners, our real estate agents that trust us with transactions. I want to, I want to know what they're thinking about this. So we're coaching our people. We're giving them the information so that they have you know things to talk about with their agents about what's happening in their market because you know 
I'm more concerned about their market than my own market. I know my market. The unknown is what is their market like? What are their struggles like? So that we can maybe change the way we do things on the on the mortgage side to help our referral partners on the real estate side. So that's just part of the coaching that we do on a daily basis here at Network Funding. Yeah, awesome. So if you want to learn more about that, you can check out the Grow link below. It's all about how to be part of the best network in mortgages and to learn more about how we partner with our referral partners and agents out there to help everyone do business better. So this is super interesting, Rich. I'm really going to be following this now to see how things shake out. I obviously have a ton of friends in the real estate industry, and I'm sure they're paying attention to it too. So we'll probably talk more about this as it develops. But in the meantime, Rich, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks so much, everyone out there for watching and listening. And we'll see you next time on Today in Morgan. Today in Mortgages is produced by Network Funding LP, which is an equal housing lender, NMLS 2297. The content of this program is meant to be a commentary on mortgage and real estate news, and any discussion of rates and or products should not be taken as an individual mortgage or home buying advice or pricing estimates. And any commentary on this show should not be considered a promise to make a loan. All applicants for a loan must qualify, and you should consult a professional regarding your individual loan scenarios for your financial situation. Visit our website at nflp.com slash licenses for all state licensing and other legal information.